Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, welcome back to the B list. This is B, and I have a special guest here today with me. We have talked a long time on social media. I've known of him, but I have not talked to him. It's his first time on the podcast. He's an actor. He's a producer. He's a current uh, co-host. What are you? Yeah, you're the host, the main host on Ease Daily Pop for four years, five, um, five years. Shit, I know. Lady sitter. How are lady, you? You're a lady sitter. This is Justin Sylvester, everyone. Lady sitter came from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yes. Lady sitter actually came before that. I had been the lady sitter since I was 16. That was like so, a nickname I had in Louisiana when I was working with brides. So I was doing oh, sure. like wedding planning and and dealing with, you know, brides and mother of the brides on their big days. So that's where the lady sitter came from. Well, I originally saw you from the lady sitter thing on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because you were Kyle Richards' lady sitter, yeah. who is a friend of yours, right? She's oh like my a god, close bestest. Yeah, yeah, I talk to her every single day. There she is. She, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. she is literally no, like we are like family. I spend every holiday there. We, we're we and Faye, right? FaceTime. And Faye. Oh yeah, Faye. Faye is Faye's everything. Okay, so we're gonna get into all that. But first yeah. off, we have we have actually like a ton of people in common too. I think it was like Kassan is one. I love Kassan. I love who who doesn't though? Like honestly, that's the problem. That's the yeah. fucking problem. Like that's when the, Kassan is around, yeah, <laughs> when Kassan is around, I may as well be fucking cast for the ghost because everybody loves him. And anywhere I go, if somebody's mm-hmm. a dancer, if somebody lives in New York, it's my favorite thing to do is tell people that I know Kassan because everyone knows Kassan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I actually was just. Um, with him like for a week in Fire Island. Like we were there at the same time, his fiance as well. So we I love him. Them. I love them. Did you I watch the okay. But but if you love him so much, did you watch his show? Every single day. And I talked about <laughs> it on my show every this is week. What I, this is what I say about the beehive. I'm like, y'all love Beyonce so much, but why don't y'all wear House of Darion? Right. Oh, no, no. But by the way, I've been trying to get my Ivy Park like nobody's oh, yeah. business. <laughs> but House of Darion. She don't even wear. She don't even wear House of Darion. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. No, I watched that show like like it was, I actually thought it was really good. Like it wasn't like I also knew Cheyenne. OK. Yeah. See, that's so, normal. See, I knew like Justin and Brandon and them. So it's like but yeah. Cheyenne's an L.A. gay, right? So Cheyenne's an L.A. gay and Cheyenne is no joke. So I was excited to see Cheyenne and Kassan in the in the house because they are total opposite people. They didn't know each other before, right? Oh, we all knew each other. Like Cheyenne oh, definitely okay, knew Kassan. Okay, okay. Kassan definitely knew Cheyenne because Kassan was living in L.A. at the time. I got it, got it, got it. Okay, okay. Gay um, L.A. is really small. And no, I get that. Yeah, so is New, so New York gay or gay New York. 
But I was going to say, this is why I could never do a reality show because I feel like it's like, oh, it seems cool. And then they would put you with somebody that you've never met before. And you're like, how the fuck did I get into this world with this person? I tell everybody. You don't think you could do it? For some reason, people think I'm like the oracle of reality TV. Like mm-hmm. I am like St. Peter, like before you walk into the gates, you see me because everyone is like, hey, call this guy. He'll tell you all about it. If you should do housewives, if you should do this. Uh-huh. And it started out with housewives, like new housewives would call and say, they're considering me for the show. What should I Who's know? Called? What should I not know? You could tell us who's called you. I, I can't tell you who has called me. Can you have a clue? <laughs> but every, I will say, I will say in Atlanta, okay. Cynthia will give my number to people, you know, in LA, publicists will get my digits from other people. I guarantee it was Claudia Claudia Jordan called you. (laughs) Claudia Jordan called you. (laughs) There's like, I'm telling you, there's like, if I watch a reality show, there's normally at least one person that calls me. And I tell people the same thing every single time. Mm -hmm. It's, they're going to tell you it's a few hours a day. They're going to tell you it's like 20 hours a week. You got to multiply that times two, sometimes three. They're going to tell you it's going to take three months. You have to multiply that times two. And if you're not going into a reality show with an idea of what you're going to do and how you're going to trampoline your idea off that reality show, because the network is quintessentially ringing you out like a rag because they're going to want everything from you. So you might as well take everything from them. And they're so happy to follow those things, you know, over at Ian Bravo, Mm -hmm. you just have to have a plan. You can't go in there and be like, I'm going to start a candle line, but don't have a candle. Like Sheree, where's your fashions? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Everyone, everyone does a candle line now. So everyone has it, but you know what? I'm buying Tiffany moon. Wendy, you're going to buy Wendy's. Uh, Oh, I'm buying Wendy's. (laughs) Wendy. I will support Wendy. We're going to get into Wendy. I want to talk about her. But first off, another person that I saw when we both follow, who I've followed for a long time, is Funky Dineva. Funky Dineva spits. Okay, let me tell you something. Funky Dineva never fucking lies. It doesn't, she doesn't always get it right. Funky Dineva doesn't always get it right. But, but, but you know she what? She does get it. Yeah. It's fine. I'll take it. I, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. take a peanut butter. I'll take the fake peanut butter and jelly sandwich if you ain't got no peanut yeah. butter. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when she used to stand outside of Chateau Charay with a fucking a vibrator? As a, a yes. microphone, and she got yes. sued by shut. If y'all don't know who Funky Deniva is, please Google is your friend. Go find out. It's she is a icon. Like I a, met like Funky Deniva. I got into Funky Deniva on the Love and Hip Hop Atlanta reunions. Like she oh, did something. Mm-hmm. She did something for like Love and Hip Hop. They had in the audience, and mm-hmm. she was yeah, doing yeah. Some with shit. a little wig that's shaking. With her little wig. wig on, and yeah. I fell in love with her. I, I yeah. really did. She's awesome. Black people, I mean, are you are you part black? I'm half black, yeah, yeah. So yeah, my dad's black Jamaican. People. Oh, all right. Well, that makes sense. We get it. We're colorful. You know, yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah, are yeah. a mm-hmm. colorful people, and it's fun to watch other black people come up in the entertainment industry. I'm watching Kaylin Allen do it. I'm watching Karamo yeah. do it. I'm watching all of these Brandon Kyle Goodman's doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of these Vincent's doing it. Little Nas yeah. X is fucking doing it bigger than anyone's ever done. Shout out to Little Nas X. I'm so sorry, Todrick. But <laughs> you're having all of these black gay men really do it. And what I love about this group of black gay men, and I'm so happy that you're involved in this, this mm-hmm. I come call it the BSU, the Black Student Union, <laughs> is that we're all happy for one another, honestly, yeah. and we all support yeah. one another. We all come out to each other's events. We all show up whenever we need to show up. You know, 
I, I use mantle on a daily basis and I love that shit. I use it with my La Prairie, but you know, <laughs> it's just so awesome that yeah. like, we are a generation where we don't have to step on each other to get no, up. No, no, like, no, there's room for everybody. There's room for there's everybody. There's room for everybody and we understand it. Unless you're the baby. We do. Well, there's room we, for you in hell. <laughs> there is room there. for you in Ti right in hell, and and Lil Boozy will drive the getaway car. Well, speaking of hell, real quick, I wanted to ask you: being a host of your own show, which, by the way, shout out to everybody who doesn't watch Ease Ease Daily Pop. You guys should definitely watch it. I'm going to talk a, a little bit about some of your interviews in a minute. But um, do you have like a favorite talk show host, like of all time, Arsenio Hall? Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Arsenio he had the fucking. Was, mm-hmm. Arsenio Hall was the club, essentially. <laughs> it really to me. Was. You know what I mean? The audience was hyper than the fucking guests. I yes. mean, they were like, yeah. 100%. And it's so funny because mm-hmm. I often say, you know, people say, oh, what's your style like? And I say, my ultimate style that I would love to be, and I'm not there yet, is equal parts, Hoda Kotb. Arsenio Hall with a dash of Jenny Jones. I just want to be that nosy white bitch who's yeah. always like, you know, like, so. Jenny Jones, that's whole trajectory really sucked for her because she got, what, she got sued, right? For like yeah. someone for like the whole gay yes. storyline thing that went really bad. Yes. But she was like, of all of their, that, that, that like era, she was the most sweet of all of them. I mean, she was really like, I mean, she was messy, but she had heart. She, she wasn't like heart. Jerry Springer, you know? No, but Ricky, but you forget y'all Ricky slept Lake. on Ricky Lake. Y'all yeah. slept on Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake was the one who had all the heart. Jenny was messy as fuck, but Jenny's executive <laughs> producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was a black queen who I loved. And that's why Jenny felt empowered. Jenny, Jenny yeah. would ask questions that I often say to my co-host, you know, some you can't ask those questions. Like as a black gay man, I've been t- through a multiple struggles. I'm black, I'm gay, I'm Jewish sometimes. Like Just I can <laughs> ask some shit because I've been through some shit. I That's survived yeah, yeah. apartheid. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. It's a little bit easier for me to ask the tougher questions. And I think for Jenny Jones, her EP was a black gay man. So she felt like she could ask the tougher questions. Okay. She did it with heart. I listen, I loved her. I loved Sally Jesse Raphael. Tyra Banks was a menace. Don't, don't sleep with Tyra <laughs> Did you see the other day I posted that that clip? Did you ever see that clip of her where she was like, she did like the hierarchy of the gay cult, like the, the gay community. No. She, put, she put a trans woman in a room with a, um, with a masculine, quote unquote, masculine gay white man, no. um, a lipstick lesbian, a butch lesbian. She put them all in a room and then had and a drag queen and had them compete for different roles in like a royal hierarchy. Like, so someone had to be the jester, someone was the king, someone was the queen. This is on her show. Yes, it's very messy. I'm this gonna send it to you after show? this. It was very messy. Listen Did it to me. I know Tyra got away with a lot. I think like Tyra couldn't get away with half that shit today. We you really know why gave Tyra her a got lot away of, with a lot. Why? Because Tyra was a black gay man. Yeah, Wendy yeah. Williams <laughs> is a black Wendy yeah. Williams is a black gay man. <laughs> Tyra Wendy's, was the same way. Wendy's been tripping lately. I love, listen, I love it. I love it. It's You can't tell me shit about Wendy. Yeah, I know. Wendy could literally pull a Steve Harvey and call the wrong name out at Miss USA. I'm still going to crown. When Miss I Montana. die, she could do my obituary on air and then like, you know, did you, I mean, you saw all that, right? With the obituary. Yes. Yeah, she was like, yes. who is this? Who is this? It's all his followers. Who is this? He died. <laughs> Someone died. 
He looks at Norman. Norman is so scared. <laughs> shout, out, shout out, Norman. We love you. Shout out, Norman. I want to interview Norman so bad. I really do. But I'm thinking about getting him on here. You should totally get him on here yes, because, again, yeah. Wendy feels empowered because she has a black gay man behind her. I'm going yeah. to just, I'm going to break this down for you real quick. Yeah. Because everybody was like, oh my God, Megan McCain's so feisty now. Oh. When yeah. Megan McCain walked out with that half up, half down with the braid in the middle, and I saw that she had an eyelash at the back. I was like, oh, oh she, got, she got she she got beat by well, she got beat a... by somebody in the sister. Like she got beat by a sister. Like I Did was she... like, really it's though? For sure. It could have been yes. No, no, no. The woman came out and said, I'm now doing Megan McCain's hair and makeup. Everybody's been talking oh, about okay. it. Okay. And I was like, yeah, Megan McCain feels more empowered because. We all know that blue magic hair gel has some magic in it. <laughs> when somebody Listen, lays your baby hair, you can't be told a fucking thing. Okay. Yeah, you just say, <laughs> I I saw the dookie braid to the side, and I was like, I don't know. I'm never gonna really be down with her, but I digress. I'm, let me tell you something. No. Live TV is not an easy thing to do, and no. when when it's two against one. And I say this with all love to my co-hosts. And the reason why I love my show so much is because the three of us are on the same level. I might read the prompter today, but at the end of the day, we're all on the same level. No one feels like they're bigger than the show, especially not myself. Yeah. But what I love the most about my show is that we don't always agree with one another. And sometimes it gets hot and it gets heavy and when it's two against one and you're on live TV and you're trying to prove a point and there's four minutes left and you want to represent who you are, it's not easy. You cuss that bitch out. You cuss that bitch <laughs> out. No, for sure. You tell her shut up. But, you know, yeah. for her, she is the only woman that believes in the shit that she believes on the right hand side. And she feels sometimes like she is a sheep amongst the wolves. And no matter what it is, you could be the one guy in a house full of women. You could be the one black man in the house full of white women or whatever it might be. If you're mm -hmm. the only one, you're always going to feel extra defensive. So I have a level of respect for Megan McCain for speaking her truth and not backing down. But I also could have like went head to head with her when she was disrespecting Whoopi, like she was disrespecting. No, Whoopi. we don't do that. Yeah, not Sister Mary. Clarence. We don't do that. Absolutely not. I'm no. done. Absolutely Take Tyra not. out. Take Tyra out. <laughs> don't touch Whoopi. Um, speaking of, do you have any, do you have any favorite guests that you've had on the daily, the daily you pop? Know, Tiffany Haddish, honestly, okay. never disappoints. Okay. Yeah. N never disappoints. She's, I could see that. I could see that. She's doing, um, Blojo biopic right now. Yeah. She's killing it. Interesting choice, but I, listen, I'm here for it. I love Blojo. So I'm going to watch no matter what. Yeah. I'm going to try. Yes. I'm going to watch yeah. it. I often love, we had Ebony Williams on, who I okay. is a doll, is a, is a doll. Everybody that's met her says really great things. I have not met her in person, but I've talked to her a little bit online, but she seems totally sweet. Yeah. Is a doll. Um, yeah. We had, um, I just, you know, I like people who come to play and who understand what the show is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. I feel like in the last two and a half years, people really understand the identity and the personality of the show. It takes and that. It takes, it takes a long yeah. time for you to, you know, put your stamp, your stank on something, yeah. as they say. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's um, tough. 
Were you coming from like the kind of the background of knowing Kyle and all these different housewives and you've kind of appeared on the show before and stuff like that. And I know the same, it's like, sometimes you meet people and they change your opinion. Uh, sometimes, you know, I'll like a housewife and then I'll meet them in person. I'm like, Ooh, no, or vice versa. Like I will not like someone on the show and then I'll meet them. And I'm like, Oh, you get a totally bad rap. Has there yeah. been anybody like that you've met that like changed your opinion, whether it's, you know, you know, it's interesting. Everybody hates Bethany Frankel. Yeah. And I love her. Okay. Yeah. I love I've her. Met her. She, I've met her. She's exactly like she is though. She doesn't, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. She it is, is exactly literally. how she is. She yeah. is consistent. She yeah. is there. She like she does what she does. She does a lot for people. You know, shout out to her for always giving to charity. She does what she does. I will say meeting Lisa Renna mm -hmm. is one of the funniest and most, <laughs> like the craziest thing I've ever yeah. done because I've known Lisa Renna from Melrose Place and Days of Our Lives. Uh -huh. And you know, uh -huh. just to know what Lisa Renna is and who she is, she's you know the exact she's on show. same person. She's the exact same person you see on the show. Okay, I could see and that. She is so nice and she knows everything you're doing and she will never forget. And if she sees you, she's like, I just want to tell you, I know I just got my face peeled off and I'm looking crazy, <laughs> but congratulations on the Today Show. Like in the middle of a spa, yeah. she could be in a pap smear. She will literally stop you <laughs> in the hallway to yeah. tell you. And she does that with everybody. And it's really nuts. It's this Kris Jenner thing. Like Kris Jenner and all of her girls, they meet millions of people a, a year, you know, they mm -hmm. meet so many people in the entertainment industry. But every time I see them, I could not see Chloe or Kim for two and a half years, three years. They, mm -hmm. it, it's literally like, oh my God, hey, how are you? What's been happening? It's been two years. And it's like, whoa, but yeah. that's who they are. And the same thing with Lisa Renna. She is that person. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. But uh, there's been a lot of people like it's you meet them in real life and then it's like not great. So sometimes I just prefer to just like keep it, you know? Keep, no, get, no, there's there's a few people, you know, there's a few yeah. people. Who, has like, anybody has say, there been anybody that stank? Not to say. me, because you know what? I yeah. can by the way, I can I can smell a skunk from a mile away. See, so you, you stay away. You see, I so I stay away. But yeah, you know, yeah. I tell my friends all the time, I had some friends who went to New York and they watch this person on TV and they're like, oh my God, I'm gonna go say hi and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, where are you? And they're like, oh, we're at this place called Pasties. I'm like, oh, oh I'm like, yeah. who's the person with? And they're like, oh, he's sitting with a guy. I'm like, don't go over there. Don't go say hi. You're gonna be really disappointed because I know that person is not the person he seems on TV. And yeah. he is probably just trying to decompress and have mm -hmm. a night in. Yeah. And he went to pasties, which is not a, you guys went because I told you to go. It's not a normal crawl yeah, yeah. for people out of town. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't care. I'm going to go say hi to him and I'm going to take a picture. And I was like, do not tell girl. him you know me. All I'm right. Like, girl, do not tell him you know me. This is New York, not LA. Yeah. This is New York. <laughs> How about an hour and a half later? She's like, ooh, I was like, told yeah. you. Yep. Have you seen these? Wait, I'm just, who is that? Wait. Shut up, shut up. I wait, I didn't hear, it, we'll talk about it, it, it. I'm gonna switch gears real quick and talk about something really messy. I was watching, cause I just was in Fire Island like uh, over a week ago, but when I got back, it's the following week is Pines Party. And I was yeah. seeing the stories on my, on my phone. Yeah. People were like, cause if anyone knows the party, I guess is like a beach rave and people dance on the beach until the sun comes up. Listen, for me, that's not appetizing. 
I'm not staying up when the birds are chirping. That's not me. I oh immediately start thinking about you want to go? Because <laughs> I'll go if you go. I'll go if you go. How about that. But I'm watching the people walk home on my stories, and it was like raining outside, and the sun is Ooh. up, and they're like, I was like, oh no, oh no, girl, that sounds I'm, like fun. Oh no, <laughs> it'll be me. Nope. I miss those days. I really do miss the days where I could be a little messy. Yeah. Well, I you can't know, be messy at NBC. No, you can't. No, 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 no. <laughs> Go mm. find out. No, no, no. You can't be missing. They see you, everything. They No, no, it's not even that. It's not even that. It's, I can get away. The gays will, for some reason, like, I don't know what it is, but like, gay men don't get E in the morning. You I, know I what? think gay men, I think gay men don't watch E in the morning. Oh, okay. Which is fine. Which is totally okay. fine. Yeah. So when okay. I go to I parties like Pines Party or like I went to New York Pride, you know, I go with an alias. Okay. I always say my name is something different. Oh. I work in finance <laughs> and entertainment. I work in finance, like the whole nine yards. And I, I will that. get away with it for the whole weekend. But then there'll be that one straight girl who's visiting mm-hmm. her gay brother. Yep. She's like, ah! Who sees me and just jets across the bar and I can see her coming. And I will literally turn around and say, don't fuck this up for me. Meet me at that bar over there in two. My name minutes. is Da-da-da. Yeah. Yeah. My name is Dennis. I'm gonna get the drink. For, I'm gonna get a drink with this guy real quick. I'm gonna meet you over there. We're gonna make videos for your birthday. We're gonna make videos for your friend. But, but if you fuck, fuck this up this for me, up. I'm gonna call Do you not out fuck on this air. Stick up for me. <laughs> and they're like, oh my god, okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna go over here. So it literally happens every single time. Yeah. So now I can't do it anymore. Well, you know where the mess was this past week, though. Where? Rolling Loud. Girl. Girl. Okay, well, first off, I don't even, nobody was even reporting on this because so much other bad stuff happened, but the video wall, like that was an entire stage, collapsed. Jesus was like, if you need more than this, this is the sign you need to go ahead and shut this party down. What are y'all doing in Miami, by the way, that every, listen, I'm not gonna. No, 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 no. (laughs) Props to Miami. Whoever's doing the tourism marketing, who, I don't know who's controlling that, who's saying and telling people that COVID does not exist there and making them believe it. That person needs to work for the Republican National Convention. Yeah, yeah. It's a mess. So that stage collapsed, but that was the only collapse of the week. The baby collapsed. The <sighs> baby met headlines. I don't know if y'all know. Let me just recap everybody. The uh, baby asked fans on Sunday night at the Rolling Loud musical festival in Miami. He went on stage at the end of his set. He said, he said, everybody that, what did he say? Didn't show up today with HIV slash AIDS, any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that make you die in two to three weeks. Throw your, throw your, throw, throw your cell phone up. <laughs> Along with further crude comments. I didn't even make any damn sense. First off, two to three weeks. is so ashy, ignorant, and like very ill, like ill, like uh, misinformed. Like, let me tell you something. <laughs> I have so but, many but, things. I'm like, aren't you, aren't you up at 9 a.m. when you hear the commercials for Devado? And yeah. like, like all you need is one yeah. commercial to inform yeah, you. Yeah, to really inform about, you about to this. To really inform you about this. Like, my problem is the baby had it made. He was one of the highest paid yeah. rappers in for doing nothing. For All doing he did nothing. Was, 
he made music over like his beats sound like Looney Tune beats. All he had to do was keep rapping over them little supervillain Looney Tunes beats, and that's all you had to keep doing. You were good. Girl, Chucky from Rugrats was making the beats, and then Dua Lipa put you on, and you be, you were on one of the best remixes of the pandemic, hands down. The problem the is with these people that feel invincible and mm -hmm. that say things in their private lives in front of yes people, when someone's not around to say, you sound ignorant as fuck in mm -hmm. your private life, then of yep. course you're gonna feel like you can say that in your public life. But like why he was so specific too. I mean, it was giving like very specific, you know? He was giving me Mary J. Blige. Have you ever been to a Mary J. Blige concert? I love Mary J. Blige, never seen her in concert. But wait, she she so be hanging out with joke, the Brad and them. <clears throat> the running joke of the Mary J. Blige concerts is, and I take a friend to see Mary J. Blige because I think Mary J. Blige is one of like God's gifts to the world. Mm -hmm. But Mary gets to the part in this concert where she gets she asks the audience for participation, so she'll be like, "Ladies, I'm gonna talk to y'all for one second. Ladies, have you ever had a man who didn't treat you right?" And everybody's like, "Yeah." Of course. <laughs> have you, you ever had a man? Uh -huh. Have you ever had a man who um who came home at two o'clock in the morning smelling like somebody else? And everybody was like, yeah. And then she and then gets Mary super goes, specific. Yeah, she goes, Have you ever had a man run up your credit card bill on a woman you entrusted with your life as your assistant, then try to sue you for alimony <laughs> and take your bands while trying to make you pay child support for four kids that ain't his? And then and everyone's Everybody's like, like, yeah, like, Girl. Gets, like <laughs> yeah. Mary just got super specific yeah. and probably like talked like, it up a little bit with, you know, with mm -hmm. Lauren Hill in the back before yeah. she went out. But for me, it's like, you're a business, you're an entertainer now, you're, you're in the public eye and A, you need to educate yourself, but B, you need to be aware that people aren't accepting that anymore. That homophobia yeah. is not being accepted anymore. And, and and the fact that he went out and said that, I mean, it's just like, you were so good. And now look at you. You got Elton John riled up. You got, <gasps> you saw that. Don't Do a leap was after your ass. Girl. And then everybody you, and up then, there. And then you got Lil Boozy trying to back you up. That's the worst person okay, that's trying to yeah, back that, you up. You got T.I., who also has a handful of issues that he needs to go figure out. Sir. Allegedly. <laughs> Yeah, unless, <laughs> listen, all of them, you know what someone just said on Twitter? They said, someone said, uh, just ignore the gays like you ignore your kids and baby mama to baby. Girl, I about my died. Favorite, <laughs> my favorite was Lil Nas X saying, "Yeah, y'all must be gay because y'all always talking about my dick. Like, it's, it's so interesting. It's always the cishet men that are more concerned about gay matters than the gays themselves. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> and and I have to respect somebody for, and I say this all the time, I hate when celebrities come out and apologize just to smooth things over. Like, <laughs> I would rather you be like, yeah, oh, I don't like gay he, people and I'm good in my he's corner. He's sitting in it. He's, he's sitting, sitting in, in it. it. <laughs> and again, I have to respect people who go ahead and tell me the truth. And I'm not mad at you because I don't want you to apologize unless you really want to apologize. Yeah. Yeah, you know what no, I mean? that's true. Yeah, totally, totally. I'm not uh, doing apologize. I'm not respecting him. Girl, fuck him. I'm done with him. You know, he actually, <laughs> the girl, fuck him. You don't have, you can't say it, but I can say it. Girl, fuck him. He just actually got dropped from the UK's Park Life Festival just today, TMZ reported. So that's cool. 
Chris Brown actually came out and said something today too. Did you see? It was it yesterday yeah, he said, or last night? Get on stage, do your show, your thing, and get the fuck, get the fuck off. off the stage. You know Here's what? Thing, I though. never found that I would be on the same side as Chris Brown in this universe. By the way, get re- please <laughs> be be careful because he allegedly just slapped somebody's weave out of her head months ago, two months I don't ago. Know why. So. I'm not laughing, but I mean, it's but just like he, so, <laughs> that it's is just crazy. so comical. <laughs> you know, it's, it's so crazy because I feel like the music is like the wild west. Cause yeah. the shit that happened in the music industry, you know, when the Me Too movement was going on, we were tearing down all of these people and finally taking these walls down around these huge entertainment titans in TV and film. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the internet wasn't afraid to cancel anybody. But when it comes to music, it's like really weird. Like we saw what happened to Rihanna. Well, because we saw we, photos. It's like, it's like rock stars for some reason, li- reason live in a different universe where they get a lot more grace to do these bad things. I have no clue. It really is weird. So I don't yeah. think the baby is over. I think for me, he's over. I shall not be buying a the baby T-shirt anytime <laughs> that wasn't from before. Boohoo Man. That's not me from Boohoo Man, which he also got dropped from. But you know who's picking up the endorsement deals? Who? Saweetie. <gasps> I love her. <laughs> I do too. Honestly, I'm not the biggest Saweetie music fan, but I will support all of her food endeavors because she cracks me the fuck up her fucking her cuisine give her a cooking show i'm not eating any of it i call her high blood pressure reedy but she got my only problem with sweetie is uh-huh those nails can't be sanitary oh no you can't in the way that you and, and you know that like she'd be eating with the nails well and then and th- she, the way that it goes in and it's gonna come out and you know she'd be having- you, you yes and i'm just like you wiping yourself with those nails like i'm not into <laughs> yeah like I saw her eat something with that. Like, a, I saw her try to dig out like an oyster one time with like a full set of nails. Probably on like, my story. Probably on my story. Mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, put some beta down on those goddamn nails. So, Saweetie has an endorsement deal with McDonald's and they teamed up for a celebrity menu collaboration. She has something called the Saweetie Meal. It's going to arrive at participating restaurants nationwide on August 9th. It includes like chicken McNuggets a Big Mac, some fries, and something they call like sweetie and sour sauce. I'm trying it. I'm ghetto like that. Like, I'm you already try tried it. it. You are. You already I tried probably. it. <laughs> they, they just, they did the same thing with BTS. It was like, you get a double quarter pounder with cheese, fries, and one chicken nugget. That makes it special. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to try. I'm going to do it. I, you do it all the time. McDonald's is really slick. Mm-hmm. In what in the people that they're now trying to get involved in their marketing, and it's smart because these people do have fans. We saw what happened when the Popeyes chicken, you know, when people started talking about that Popeyes chicken sandwich, yep. people got behind it. So McDonald's is just trying to find a way to connect with people. You're going to McDonald's for one thing, and it's to cure a hangover. I don't care what you That's say. A, yeah, before the hangover, like the night yes. of. You know what I mean? Yes. It's to help. It's preventative, really. It's uh, Pedialyte. Yeah. Do you have any dream celeb fast food collabs? I have one in mind that I think would be perfect, but I'll wait for Tell you. Tell me. Tell me who's yours. Well, the baby and Chick-fil-A. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that would be it. 
That'd be it. That'd be perfect. That'd be it. That'd be I'll it. I'll take a little boozy combo meal at Chick-fil-A, yeah. okay? Okay, he, we can find another little uh, homophobic chain to get behind him, but uh-huh, I'm not eating anything uh-huh. with boozy, but but yeah. I ain't eating shit with boozy, okay? That's, and that's it. I, you know, I feel so terrible for his kids that they have <laughs> to apologize for their dad all the time. And, and it's interesting because, you know, I grew up in the South. Mm-hmm. Lil Boozy is yeah, from right? the South. Yes. Labuzzi is from the South. I think he's from Louisiana as well. Once, once, once he started getting crazy, we stopped claiming him. But I know how it feels to have family members talk about and make homophobic comments in front of you when you're struggling with your own sexuality. Mm-hmm. And it troubled me for many years. And the reason why I stayed in the closet for so long was because my family members were doing this and not even intentionally knowing that they oh, yeah. were scaring me to be my authentic self. And yeah. again, it goes back to, there's no one in your household who is an adult who is respected to say, now y'all stop talking like that. You know, there could be somebody in this house or, mm-hmm. you know, all God's well, children always are like, well, That can't be my son, my son ain't. Yeah, we go to church. Yeah, we go to church. We ain't no sissy like that. You know, it's always yeah, like yeah. that. So. Um, it's it's so really funny crazy. because everyone always always like, you know, bashing homosexuals, but then on the same breath, sticking behind people that are rapists and pedophiles and all this other stuff. But that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. And it's really weird because we I just had this whole conversation with my sister. You know, I'm now starting to declutter my life and starting to make room in my heart for other things. And I part of it is letting go of some of the things that you don't even realize has been bothering you for many years, but, Uh you know, but just letting it go and not in like a, Hey, I need to talk to you kind of way in a, we're having a conversation about something and it comes up and you can get it off your chest and it's not a big deal. And no one has to apologize. This is just how my recollection of things went. Yeah. Um, And that grown shit. Grown, oh, for sure, grown shit, bitch. Mm-hmm, and yeah. you know, I'm reading this book called How Not to Die Alone. Have you ever? Oh, wait, I've heard of this. Who is it? Who is it? Who uh, Logan it? Yuri. I've heard it's of interesting. the book. interesting. Okay, okay. You should get the book. I'm okay. I, if you're single okay. and you're a single enthusiast like I am, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, you should get the book because it's interesting to read and see how your past and how you as a person have, have grown into this, this singular thing that is not afraid of a man, but doesn't need a man. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, and part of it is just letting go of some shit and realizing that like some of the suppressed things are bubbling, you know? Yeah, I read something once, well, I'll say this and then I wanna ask you something else, but there was, what was it? It was like a tweet or something. It was a long time ago, but it's been shared a million times, but it's like a lot of being homosexual is, growing up building all these layers to protect yourself from the outside world and then growing up is learning to start shedding some of those and deciding what parts of them are actually you and what parts are parts that you use to protect yourself yeah i didn't say it perfectly but that that's the that's yes yes it's like the teflon you have to like you know you have to peel off the teflon yeah but it's figuring out what's toxic about like what you've built up around you to try to keep people away and you know it's yeah. crazy, but the mm-hmm. problem in the, with the gay community, and this is a whole nother conversation. The problem is they don't let they don't let you grow one. out of. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, this this podcast isn't that long. We don't have we're gonna have to do a series if we do. <laughs> yes. But one of the problems, one of the problems yeah. that I notice living here is uh-huh. 
the person you are at 23, 23 is the person who you're going to be at 33, who's the person you're going to be at 43. They mm -hmm. never let you evolve. Once they put you in a box, mm -hmm. that's where you're going to stay. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's, it's weird. Yeah. I totally agree. I wanted to switch gears really quick and talk to you about a recent interview that you did on Daily Pop. Heather Dubrow was on. Yes. So I gave up on this show a long time ago. A I'm couple seasons in. ago, I'm back in. I'm fully invested. I'm Did you see? In. Do you? So I want you tell me about that interview. You tell me about what what you learned. What you, I'm excited. So Real Housewives of OC, if everyone doesn't know, is being completely rebooted. Basically, they're they're kicked off half the cast. They're bringing back Heather Dubrow. They have three new women that are just completely fresh. One of them is half black. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. They look like they actually have money. It looks messy. I'm excited. <laughs> Which I was missing from OC for a long time because, you know, all the ladies in the beginning had grottas. They all had built-in yeah. barbecue pits. You know what I mean? Like the they, world's was, changed Gina, a bit. Yes. Gina yeah, Keel yeah. had money. Lori was trying to get the money. Heather Debro, you know, and her husband were wealthy and classy and like were showing out. Mm -hmm. What I learned from that interview is that old wounds never really heal. Ooh, okay. And it seems like there is some leftover tension between with Heather, Shannon, with Shannon Bador. And I How? think, mm -hmm. I think a lot of times when you leave a show and you come back threatened, they like to put, the, they like to put your hand to the fire because there's a little bit of a threat there. Yeah. Yeah. I could see it. Listen, Shannon holds a grudge and Shannon is, Shannon is not my favorite housewife by any stretch of the imagination. So I can say that I just feel like my observation is that she holds grudges. She's incredibly insecure, I think, sometimes when it comes to the other women on the show. You don't have to say either way because I don't know if you know her or not. But Oh, no, no, I could say it. I could totally yeah, okay, say yeah. it. I, yeah. I think that she was very insecure, but I think the insecurity came from, A, how her husband treated her mm -hmm. and yep, on yep. national TV. Yep. And played he, her. Played her, which caused her to gain weight, which caused her not to like herself. And look, I know women and because women are like gay men. We beat up the ones that we love. And we also take things out on other gay men, just like women take things out on other women. Yeah. So when she should have been directing all that animosity towards David, misdirected. she was giving it to Heather because Heather was the mirror that she could never look in because Heather had the happy marriage. Heather had, you know, the body. Heather had the career. Heather had her independence from Terry. Yeah. And I don't really see Heather Dubrow coming onto a show again and just intentionally trying to stir up shit. Like she really does seem above all of, she just feels like she's just signing a contract and she's like, oh wait, you, what? That's oh, the problem. Yeah. That's <laughs> the issue. Heather Dubrow's walking in and is like, this is just my life. Yeah. And the girls are mad. The girls are mad because she's living her life. This is it. The girls are mad. The girls there, are mad. And there's your storyline. And there's your storyline. There's your storyline. I could never do a reality show because the girls are mad when you're happy. <laughs> yes, it's so true. <laughs> now, like it was they like, love you when you know, you're done, yeah. Nini loved Portia mm -hmm. Which, until that bitch got happy. Uh huh. What did they say? Um, the love be so fake, but the hate be so real. It just be so real. And yeah. by the way, people don't even know that they're being like shady. You know, mm -hmm. like. Yeah. I have this guy who lives in Los Angeles. He is so handsome. He is so, like people, he's so fine. People flock to him. He's like a mm -hmm. good looking guy. 
you know, I don't know how he makes his money. I don't ask. That's not yeah. my problem. If, yeah. As long as you're paying your, your W-2 every year, I'm Gucci. I don't give a, I don't care if yeah. you're doing OnlyFans. I don't care if you're doing anything. Like, as mm-hmm. long as you pay your taxes, I'm cool. Yeah. But every time I see him and I'm always like, oh, my God, how are you? I saw that you got this picked up and you're doing this. And oh, my God, I saw you did that short with blah, blah, blah. And he talks about it. And then the first thing he says back is, yeah, so how's that little show of yours? Is it still going that on? That little show? All right, see, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, I always play into it. I'm like, oh my just, God, yes. Just trucking along, just trucking yeah. along. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're just trucking along five years in, trucking just, along. Yeah. You know, you gotta, with Line to Love as our guest co-host right now. Noted. Thank you. you. Know? Noted. Mentally noted. But you're consistent and I respect yeah. your consistency that you're going to consistently be shady about my Love little that. show. Yeah. Did you learn anything else from Heather Dubrow during that, during that sit down about the new show? No, because you know, we focused on during the show, like if you know backstage of a live TV show, it's a like talking and producers mm-hmm. and cameraman and hair and makeup. So yeah, yeah. We, we don't really, we don't get a chance to really decompress. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's, the moving parts, the moving parts. So I didn't get a real good reach on it, but I also don't want to know. Like I tell yeah. Kyle every season, like yeah. unless it's like we're in trouble, don't tell me because I kind of want to, I kind of want to watch it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I love about Potomac. I always say they, they put their heads down, they film, we don't hear a thing. And then they come back and it's like, what is going on? What? I'm like, Karen is Huger there is in Potomac? Like, I love it. Is there in Potomac? There's no paparazzi in Potomac. Please. <laughs> no, I, I love this season. It's so good. I want to talk about it with you, but I want to jump yeah. over to the B-side, which is the bonus episode. I want everyone to follow you on social media. Can you tell them really quick where to follow you on social yes. media? I'm Justin A. Sylvester on Instagram. Fuck Twitter. I don't do Twitter. It's a scary yeah. place. It's and Justin messy. Sylvester TV. Uh, messy. And Justin Sylvester TV on TikTok. Um, I want to jump over to the B side, which is the bonus. I want to talk to you a little bit about Rihanna. I want to talk about Potomac and just a couple more topics while we still have you. Yeah, let's do it. Let's jump. Bye, guys. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
marketing, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.